Hi, everyone. We've reached the end of the road on this season, but we wanted to leave you all with some joy and some light. As we continue to move forward in our global effort to unite and demand crucial social change on a daily basis, that doesn't mean we forget what this season's all about, keeping that same energy. No matter the adversity, no matter the struggle, no matter the shade, we will not let our light be dimmed. So while this was recorded a few weeks ago, the message ain't changed. We hope this final episode gets your spirit right for the season because we all deserve. And don't worry, sis, we'll be back sooner than you think. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Go Off Sis podcast brought to you by Target, your summertime style destination. Today, we are officially kicking off summer. That's right, I said it, summer. We're giving you all the tea on everything you need to know this season to make your melanin pop because summer is still happening, y'all. So let's get into it. I am Danielle Cadet. I am the VP of Content Strategy and Development at Refinery29, and I am the managing editor of Unbothered. And this time around, we're going to share our goal for the summer. Steph, I'm going to start with you today, darling. Hey, y'all. It's Stephanie Long. I am the senior editor for Refinery29 Unbothered. And my summer goal... You know what? This year, I'm just trying to get hella brown. Like, I don't, care. I don't care if I have a sunbabe in my bedroom window during golden hour. I will yes. set an alarm for 5 p.m. I will find a small corner in our backyard. But either way, this melanin is getting kissed by some sun. Yes. <laughs> I have these visions of everyone like out on their balconies or on their fire escapes, just getting some vitamin D in their system. And Chelsea, welcome, sis. Please go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Hello, hello, guys. It's Chelsea Sanders. I'm the VP of Communications and Podcast Producer here at Refinery29. I told you guys in the first episode, I'm working on my natural hair game. So truly, I'm just trying to get that curl pattern right. By August, I will be out here just swishing away. So wait for it, okay? I love that. That is a goal. I'm always trying to just live my best melanated life. That is always my summer goal. This summer, especially because I want to make sure I'm getting some vitamin D, but we're also inside with lots of blue light. My goal is to protect my skin and my sanity, okay? So as the weather gets warmer, I've heard a lot of like, we're not going to like get to enjoy our summer. And I, and I want to push back at that because I'm just not going to give the corona my joy. I refuse to let corona steal my joy. And so I'm keeping that same energy. I'm taking it into this summer. And I, and I know that was something that all three of us felt really passionate about and we wanted to talk about on this particular episode, just kind of provide a guide of how to even do that. So I just want to talk about what we're doing to maintain our summer energy, to maintain just what always brings the joy of summer for us. 
And finding new ways to celebrate, right? Like right. I think that's something over the past two months, you know, we've been talking about about the ways that we're just, you know, kind of getting creative and leveling up what we thought we wanted to do. Yes. But just this idea that it's a safe space and we're we're in this space to kind of experiment and kind of be whoever we want to be right now. It's like we are not faced with the same pressures of seeing somebody all the time, right? So I, I want you to, to expand on that a little bit of just being able to be whoever we want to be during this time. Yeah. I mean, I think I told you guys earlier, I used to always wear my hair in braids. I, I say used to, like it's been 10 years. I feel like Rose on a Titanic. Like right. it's, been, it's been a long 84 time. years. No. <laughs> Calm down. <bro. laughs> but I'm wearing my hair naturally and I'm trying to experiment with that. I actually almost took a pair of scissors to my hair and chop. gave myself the big chop. And that's what I really was like, okay, let me step back. <laughs> Let me just scissors down. I always say to my friends, if you're ever about to cut your hair, please call me. So I I had to, (laughs) I had to just call myself out on that. And for my hair right now, I've actually been experimenting with a couple of new ways to do it. I'm not blow drying it. I'm not putting heat on it every day. Mm. I'm not slicking it down with gel every day, letting it breathe, um, letting it do its thing. And it's actually been really good for my hair. Yes. I feel it. It feels more moisturized. I feel like I'm being more intentional with what I do put in my hair. Yes. And just being cognizant of, you know, silk pillows, scarves all yes. the time. I think one of the opportunities that we've gotten right now is just the chance to care for our hair. I love that. And I feel like there's a confidence that comes with that too, because you know, yes. there have been so many times where like I've worn my hair natural and I'm, I'm overthinking the style, right? Like, you know, what do the curls look like? Or what does this look like on camera? Or what are white people thinking? Like, you know, or what are other black people thinking? Yes. And it's like, you're in your house and you, it comes with the confidence of just being able to like carry yourself and be yourself. Like who gonna see me? My couch. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's cool. I think there's a confidence that goes into summertime now with Mm -hmm. this time that we've had to really be able to like reconnect with ourselves, whether it's with our skin or with our hair or any of that. Steph, you have done some reporting actually for Refinery29.com. And I want to talk about protecting our skin. Summertime is an important time to do that. And I think sometimes we begin to twist it. Let's be real. I know black don't crack, but Mm y'all, it sags and it loses its luster. And we need sunscreen in the house, out the house, in the winter, but certainly in the summer. And Right now, we're in front of a lot of blue light. We're on our computers. We're on our phones. And blue light can be just as damaging as UV rays. Stephanie, you you spoke to some dermatologists that gave you some information about that. Yes. And let me just say that when they told me this, I was like, wait, what? Record scratch. Uh -uh." (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be turning down my brightness right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was over here thinking, yeah, I can save a little money on my SPF moisturizer. Like, I'm good. So the main source of light that we're familiar with is the sun. but while we're inside, we're still exposed to light that can be damaging to our skin, whether it's sunlight coming through our window or it's the blue light from our computer screens and our phone screens. So dermatologists have found increasing evidence that blue light can cause persistent hyperpigmentation, which, you know, like we as black women deal with all the time, redness. It can also trigger the worsening of skin conditions like melanoma. So it's really, really important that we're still putting on that SPF every day. And I'm thinking about that too, for my indoor sunbathing sessions, I will make sure that I am slathered up in the SPF. Amen. I mean, you're right. Like as soon as I heard that, I was like, hold up, what? Who said what? Like, and, and think about how much time we spend. We're scrolling on our phones in the bed. We're on computers all day. And so we're really just like exposed to this light 
even more so. Don't cut no corners when it comes to your SPF. Like this is a sermon and it, it is so serious, sister. Yes. Especially because to your point, Stephanie, those are definitely things that Black women deal with disproportionately. Yes, absolutely. Another thing that was interesting to me too is just the point that was made that we need to be finding time to relax. Um, mm. Internal stress such as anxiety and depression, all of this contributes to an inflammatory response which can cause breakouts. So mm. shout out to my therapist. One of the themes from my last session was radical acceptance. Ooh, just surrendering ooh, to okay. what is going on and pivoting and just settling into what reality is. Because the more you try to fight against it, the more that's going to stress you out. Mm. Um, and oh, one of my shout out to your therapist. Yes, oh, sure. <laughs> now she she is the truth. But my favorite quote from this interview with these dermatologists is: hydration, meditation, and affirmations are the most vital elements to employ during stressful times. Hydration, meditation, affirmation. Come on, somebody. So basically, drink your water and mind your business. Okay. (laughs) I think one of the things, too, about the summertime is we all rush to go outside, right? We all rush Mm -hmm. to, like, get out and go party and be at the cookouts and be at all the things. I'm still going to be eating my barbecue. I'm I'm about to buy my husband. You know them uncle sandals that, like, if the person on the grill ain't wearing them sandals, the food ain't good. So I'm about get to off buy the grill. those for my right. Yes. Gotta get off the grill. I'm about to buy those for my husband because I'm still gonna be out here listening to my Frankie Beverly, and I'm gonna still be out here enjoying my barbecue. But I do love the fact that, like you know, this summer we will have some time to kind of reduce the stress that comes with being all up in the videos, you know, being out in the streets. Like, and I think that there's some peace that comes with that. So amen, hydration, meditation, affirmation. I want to talk about another shun that is very important. Fashion. And it has been hard because I am a dresser, y'all. I don't play around. I have a lot of clothes (laughs) and I did a lot of shopping. Like I did a lot of shopping, getting ready for summer. And then I got messed up when stuff started going on sale. And then I'll be up in Target when I'm grocery shopping. I'm like, and you know, you'd be walking past the clothes like I'm here for essentials, but that shirt looked real essential for you. Know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what would go great with that toothpaste? Three entire outfits. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, these shorts are cute. Yes. <laughs> so now I'm over here like the fashion. And I've gotten to a point, I think at first I was like, oh, I'm, not, I'm schlepping. I'm not getting out of my sweatpants and my leggings. And I'm going to tell y'all a story. There was a moment when I did some laundry, right? And I finally folded the clothes and I'm looking at the laundry and all it was, was like 10 pairs of leggings, five sweatshirts, like eight t-shirts. And I was like, this is not my wardrobe. Like this is not who I am. You know what I mean? So now I'm like, I'm going to start getting cute for my Zoom meetings, myself. I'm out here about to have my husband taking pictures of me out in the streets. Like, I don't care. Can I get some backup? Yes. Well, oh, first of all, shout out to you for even doing laundry. Just, <laughs> just like, can we just make some space for that? Can I just say <laughs> I hand washed some of my clothes last week because oh. I didn't want to do the laundry? I'm going to just put that out there. Oh my God. That's like 19th century handmade. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> out of your beaten rugs. So good for you. You are way ahead. But I think at first I was like, well, who am I getting dressed for? And now I'm answering for me. <laughs> and you know what? I would love to look great for me. Even if it's just for, you know, my natural mortal enemy, which is the front facing camera. I also think I'm getting and shopping for things that I wouldn't necessarily normally otherwise get. I'm kind of experimenting. When I'm shopping online, I'm like, well, you know, uh, maybe I do want to just... That silver lipstick would be great. Forget about my mustache. It's cool. (laughs) I'll make it work. 
<laughs> so I, I really did order silver lipstick. I have a couple of new crop tops that are on their way. Okay. So I can still really, you know, hot girl it up from my apartment. <laughs> yeah. And I love what you said about like, this is for me. You know, yeah. I think the best thing about this summer is we're going to be able to do so much for ourselves. We spend so much time over the summer doing stuff for everybody else. And we're going to actually be able to do stuff for ourselves. But at the end of the day, it's like, I really want to wear this for myself. And it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I'm more productive today. Steph, you make jewelry. First of all, that's dope. And (laughs) I feel like it is a really cool expression of yourself and your personal style. Yeah. I mean, I've always been a really crafty person. I've always loved to like express myself through my accessories. And so like my jewelry making, it's my therapy. It's my comfort place. And I love that I can express myself in that way, but also create these pieces to help others express themselves. And I just love what you said about, you know, getting dressed for yourself, doing things that make you feel good. Like that's the whole reason why I do what I do. Like how many times have you put on an outfit and then put on like a really bomb ass necklace or some earrings or some Mm -hmm. bangles and just been like, yes, like this is it. Yes. That's why I love making jewelry so much. Yes. Yes. I want to talk about something else that's really good for my soul. There's something about the way music hits over the summer. It's just different. It's like next level. I still will never forget when Drake dropped summer 16 and it was like the anthem. Like it was, it was a moment. Right. And there's a vibe that comes with that. And we're seeing music festivals kind of take on this new form. And one of my favorite things to do, and I got to shout out my cousins. I got to shout out my family group chat here because we'd be playing around, right? So we'll be like, yo, y'all want me to pick you up? I'm, I'm on my way to club quarantine. I can pick you up. So we'd be like, we'll, we've now made it a thing where it feels like we're there. Like you always got that one friend and I got that one cousin. This one is, this is my sister who's like, who all going to be there? Like I ain't trying to go unless I know who over there. So then I'm like, oh, Fabulous is up in here. And you know, Tony Braxton's up in here. And like, and my sister be like, oh, okay, I'm going to roll through. I'm going to hop in my Uber. You know, so we've made it a joke where now we're like, y'all, you got here too late. Or you remember when Bayface and Teddy Riley's joint, it got to a point where you couldn't get in. You couldn't get in the club. Mm -hmm. Like there were literally people who couldn't get in the club. My cousin's hitting me up like, yo, they, they out here trying to charge cover. Hating from outside the club. Good luck. (laughs) And this is what I love. We're still able to replicate the experience of being in person. And it's one of the things that I think is just so, so beautiful stuff. I know we talked about this, just, just like the way that we commune as black people. Yeah. And you know what? In a lot of ways, it's almost even more special because typically you go to a live show and you see the person you're going to see there on stage. And then you're mm-hmm. surrounded by other people like you and you share this experience and it's great. But when you take that setting and you move it to the digital platform, you're looking at the people who are there. You're seeing a whole bunch of celebrities and you're you're seeing your friends. Like when I was watching Erica Badu in jail, I saw a lot of my friends in there standing along with me. And it's just kind of a reminder, like whether you're famous, whether you're not, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, we're all going through the same thing together. I'll tell you one thing, though. I'll tell you one thing that hasn't changed. We for sure keeping that same energy, whether virtual or not. Black folks still on CP time, okay? Let me tell you, Erica Badu and Jill Scott took their good old time getting to that IG live. Erica and Jill were like, you're lucky we're here. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) My presence is a present. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Which, honestly, go ahead. It is, right? Ain't it though? 
it so, though. So I really, I also can't object because Danielle, I'm that one in your group chat who's like, okay, I'll be there in five minutes. I haven't even gotten up from my bed. You sent the on my way text and you still in the shower. I told you it's going to take an extra half hour with my hair. So now <laughs> I am still on CP10. My commute from my bed to my workspace is three seconds. And I'm still at least five minutes late to every single call I've been on since <laughs> this started. So that's not going to change. It's the same summer energy. Let me tell you, I, I can't even lie. I was late to therapy the other day and I got no <laughs> business. It's so wrong because I surely did get the notification on my phone. Like it will take you 22 minutes to get to. And I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. Here I go. Look up. I'm already five minutes late for my virtual therapy session, which is not okay. Like black folks will stay on some CP time and you know, CP time gets worse in the summer. Okay. We know that much is true. Okay. For sure. One thing I just, I've got to say, you know, I just, there's no community that's better at taking tough times and turning it into something beautiful than Black people. We, that is, it is part of our DNA to take difficulty and to turn it into something magnificent. And so that's part of the reason why I'm so excited for this summer because we're already seeing so much creativity. We're already seeing, you know, music festivals kind of turn virtual. And and then also there's an access that comes with that, right? Like now yes. we have accessibility to each other that we didn't have before. And I can be in the same virtual space as my, my sister in Los Angeles or my homegirl mm. in Chicago, you know what I mean? Or I can have access to people that I may not have had access to before. Yeah. I think in a lot of ways, summer is probably going to be a lot more special than it, than it has been because yes. of that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's been amazing because I think it feels like we're all backstage, right? Yes. And it it feels like we're all making it together. Mm. And I think that's like, that's been very empowering for me and a lot of my friends to feel like, hey, what was holding me back from doing this before? Look, if I can join the chat and be a part of this and commune with all these people, then I could definitely do it this summer, this fall, whenever. It's inspiring us to be like, all right, let's see. Let's see. Look, and y'all could call me janky if you want to, but I'm about to be out here. You know them little mist fans? I'm about to have my little mist fan just so I can feel like I got a little sea breeze on my face. I remember those from the sixth grade. I like, remember those. Y'all remember the mist fans, okay? Yes. Listen, but look, I feel good about the fact that I get to curate my summer in a way that I, I, I get to make my summer look lo- what I want it to look like, you know? Yes. And if that means a little mist fan, then sis, that's what it means. I mm-hmm. ju- I, it's like, y'all could judge me if you want to, but I'm going to be sitting here with my moisturized face. What do you say? Hydration. Yes. Hydration. Meditation. Yes. Affirmation. <laughs> you know, one thing I just thought about that I, I do want to make sure we say too is like vacation. There's another shun. You know, we all look forward to vacation over the summertime. I certainly have struggled with taking time off during this time, just kind of thinking like, oh, well, I'm home. What am I doing? What else would I be doing? I should just be working. But, you know, I do want to make sure that we make room for vacation this summer and that we still give ourselves some space. I do think it's important that we make sure we give ourselves time away from work right now. Yeah, I think especially since we're a lot of us are working from home, like, those boundaries can get, that line can get blurred. Like you look up and it's like seven o'clock and you're still at your computer. So I think it is definitely worth it to think about what does vacation look like? Like is vacation maybe taking some days off to just like, you know, be around your house and do some puzzles or maybe you can like safely go somewhere and like camp in, in nature and get away and unplug. 
so that we don't lose, you know, lose summer just because, you know, it looks different. Absolutely. You know, and if you, if you happen to live near water, you know, can you safely, you know, go somewhere where you can be socially distanced and you can just put your, your toes in the sand? Maybe that just means having a day to do that. I go to Martha's Vineyard every year. Shout out to Oak Bluff. Shout out, to, shout out to the bougie black folk who be up in Martha's Vineyard every year. And y'all not y'all know who I'm talking about. That July Fourth crew be litty. Okay, you know that is my summer tradition. And you know my family started thinking. We we had a conversation about like, okay, what does our tradition look like this year? And and one of the things that came to my mind at first was I was like, oh well, I just I won't take a vacation that week. But no, we are keeping that same energy this summer. And I think part of doing that is making sure that you're still taking the time out for yourself. So all of the shuns, okay? Hydration, affirmation, meditation, vacation, fashion. (laughs) We are keeping all of our shun energy. I don't care. The bougie, the hood spots, the whatever. I don't care if you are at the block, if you're used to being at the block party, if you're used to being on the bluff, if you're used to being at the barbecue, I don't, if, I don't care what it is you're used to being at, you know, I think we've just got to find a way to create that community and find those spaces no matter what life looks like right now. We will, because we always do. We have reached my favorite point of the episode entitled, Don't At Me. Our longtime listeners will Recall, don't at me. This segment is meant to tie a bow on our discussion and to ultimately come to a decision and establish a conclusion. But here is the catch. Y'all can't at us. Y'all can't say nothing to us. And like my dear Auntie Nene Leek says, I said what I said. And this week's Don't At Me is brought to us by our dear sister, Stephanie Long. Take it away, sis. All right, so I know we've been talking about summer being canceled, but listen, summer's not canceled. It's comforting to think about what we'll be able to do once outside is open again, but it's important to consider that while some parts of the world are easing out of lockdown, outside likely won't be reopening for a while, which is why this quarantine calls for us to be more present than ever. So take a moment, reflect on how you've been feeling, and then ask yourself, how can we transmute and keep that same summer energy? Our beloved Toni Morrison once said in a 1998 interview, I get angry about things, then go on and work. And I love that quote so much because no one asked for summer to be quote unquote canceled. And believe me, now that the weather is getting warm, I could use a good day party just as much as anyone could. So I invite you to sit with your disappointment and then use this time to do something you probably wouldn't have made time for previously. Whether that's starting a project you've been meaning to start, rolling out your yoga mat, donating to COVID relief initiatives that are assisting Black communities, or sunbathing in the solitude of your backyard. Just don't forget your SPF. It may not feel like it, but we will be together again soon. So for now, instead of waiting for things to return to how they were, let's do our best to lean into what is for ourselves and others. Don't at me. Season two of the Go Off Sis podcast was made possible by Target, your summertime style destination. Sun-kissed skin, bold fashion, undeniable confidence, summer is still happening. And this season, Target makes it easy for you to celebrate your melanin, soak up some sun, and bring your best summer style to life, whether you're on your balcony or in your backyard. Their inclusive range of summer wardrobe essentials are here to glow you up no matter what. 
head over to Target.com or the Target app to check out all the new looks. Because wherever you are, you know we're keeping that same energy. I am so excited for our guest today. She feels like family. We have had conversation before, and so it really just feels like a family reunion. Our sister, our cousin, Ms. Kiki Palmer. She is a multi-talented actress, host, singer, author, humanitarian, and everyone's favorite meme mogul. Welcome to Go Off, Sis Kiki. What is up, Sis? What's up, cuz? I want to hop right in. You know, I think one of the things we do best as Black people is we turn hard times into beautiful times. And no matter what, you know, things look like right now, we want to encourage everybody to still keep that same summer energy and to still have that same joy that we have. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, the Rona ain't stealing my joy. I'm not giving my joy to the Rona, you know? No, seriously. And girl, we've seen you on the gram. I see you living your life, doing different ways, all of it. I need to tell me a little bit about what your new normal has looked like. Oh my gosh. You know, so for me, before all this stuff happened, I was like every day, New York, waking up, doing SSK, living it, loving it, doing, you know, my extracurriculars after that. But like, I had like a specific routine that has totally been like switched around. Like I still do SSK, but it's not every day. It's not the same. It's over Zoom. And so for me, I've just been trying to stay creative. Like, you know, I've always had fun on my digital and stuff like that. And I've always done music, but I think it's so much more concentrated at the time now. You know, I'm not juggling as much in the same way. And I think I needed it so much, uh, you know, to express my creative ideas with music. So now I've had a lot of time to concentrate on that. And so that's become kind of my new normal because that's the main thing that I can do because I can do most of it on my own or most of it just, you know, me, myself and a couple of other people. That's become the new normal for me. One thing I love, and this is how I know you're a boss, is you call your other things extracurriculars. <laughs> you're singing, you're acting, but those are the extracurriculars. Just some light work. And you know, and you know what? I say it like that because I think the extracurriculars are very independent driven, I think. Mm. You know, when I think about like when I decided to write the book or when I just, you know, when I'm doing my music, even though that of course takes a team, I just think with when I think about the hosting or the movie, the routine and the, the the schedule of those are so grueling that they make everything almost become an extracurricular because they're yeah. taking up so much time. You know, they yeah. take up so much time and so much energy. And so when those are now, we're now in a position where everybody's wondering, what does filming on a set look like? You know, mm-hmm. what does coming into a studio with an audience look like? Right. It's kind of, it's all self-motivated, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, okay, now, now that I have the time, am I motivated as much to do it now that I feel forced to, you know? And that's so funny that you say that because I think we've all felt that, but you're talking about your creativity and the things that do move you. Where does that energy come from? You know, we know you're a big boss. Is that just your Virgo tendencies? Shout out to that oh. song. Okay. Oh <laughs> How are you keeping that energy up for those projects that you do love? Okay, so I think this might be the Virgo thing where I'm a creature of habit. I really Mm. do like to have some type of routine. So I'll say what allows me to have a clear enough mind to focus on my other creative outlets is literally getting up in the morning as if I'm about to go somewhere. Mm. When I do that, it really helps me, y'all. When I get up, I mean, like, do my hair, you know, uh, put my sunscreen on, you know. I might not not see outside, but just a little bit, but, you know, I put my sunscreen on. Even if it's not a, a going to the movies outfit, let me put an outfit that's sitting on the couch. What does that look like? Let me get right. into that look. You know, like 
Come doing on. that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the category is living room bins. Okay. Yes. And then once I'm there, I'm like, what do I want to do? Well, you know, do I want to take it a step up and do my makeup and do some photos and gag the kids on Instagram? Or, you know, let me call up my guy and say, what do we look like if we if we put these shots together? Could that be a video? You know, I think the main thing is getting up and every day in this quarantine and pretending that you have somewhere to go, having that kind of attitude, it helps to to make you say, you know, okay, now now that I'm up and I'm ready, let me let me look at that that I was working on the other day. Sunscreen is important, okay? Black don't crack, but we still got to protect the melanin, okay? Period. I think you got to have fun, but but again, I think we also need to be nice to ourselves and just admit this is some crazy stuff. Yeah, like this is literally crazy. Like we can't, um, you know, pretend that we're okay all the time. Right. I, I'm not okay all the time. I'm not cool with this all the time. I don't think anybody is. So I think also giving ourselves some grace yes. to say some days you're going to feel as out of it as the world is. That's the reality. I think uh, it's just, it just is what it is, but you keep going. My, my mom always says that, uh, you know, my grandma said that to her is that you just keep living. You know, yeah. we, we don't know the other side of it till we get there. So. Yes, that's so true. Yeah. I mean, you got into a lot just talking about your extracurriculars and we've seen you acting, we've seen you singing, we've seen you dancing and you've been doing it all since you were a child. So now that Thanks. you are an adult and you're grown, what's important to you when it comes to picking out new projects? Ooh, you know, I think it's all about what story I want to tell, uh, whether it's a personal story or whether it's, uh, you know, something that I've heard, or, you know, a person that I know when it comes to like film and TV and, and jumping into a new character. I've also been doing a lot of development right now of just what I would want to bring to everyone creatively, you know, after this. And I mean, I think for me, art has always been an escape, even when I'm watching it myself, not just doing it. And I, for me lately, especially now, I just wanted to make sure like, that we bring in some fun and stuff out, th out there to the world because it's so much heaviness. And that doesn't mean that we ignore the heaviness that's going on, you know, but then we also got to have find a way to give us a balance of escape to try to know and, and tell ourselves that everything's not horrible. We got to have good stuff too that can make us feel inspired, you know? And mm -hmm. I think that's what I want when I come to, from my creative, the space of my creativity. It's real, it's honest, it's authentic, but it's also like, for me, it comes from an aspirational place of what I want things to be like. And especially now, I'm, you know, just trying to keep my spirit upbeat, you know. And I think you really speak to this generation as well with us being plugged into social media and just having that exposure to everything that's going on all at the same time. You have to find that light. But speaking of this generation, you've, you've been a really, really strong voice for it. Oh my gosh, this is no shade to the generation after my sister said that we shade. My sister said that the, the millennials shade Gen Zers all the time. And I don't think that's true. Like I show them love, but it's like at the end of the day, they weren't born in the 90s. Like, <laughs> I just feel like with our generation that we, we were at the precipice of the internet when it began. So we yes. know what the world was like before then and after. And I think in a way where we're always on the cusp of something new and interesting and we are so searching always for something so honest. I feel like even if mm. it makes us just a tinge cynical, I think our generations have seen so much be revealed where it's like, okay, everything ain't always 100, right. you know, with everything around me. And so I think it puts us in a place where we challenge, we challenge and we're hungry and 
we're creative. When you think about we were coding on MySpace at mm. 12 and 13 yeah. and 14, <laughs> like, yes. you know, which now like people go to school for years to understand how to code. Yes. But, you know, Tom just came through, showed us how to code and left, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I just think they, our generation excites me. Uh, and, but I will say this, I think if we could get a little bit of help from the baby boomer peeps, it can sometimes help us to strategize our great ideals because you can have ideas and we can be, you know, ready to challenge, but we got to have the plan. You know, we got to have the things in place, but I love our generation. It makes me the most inspired. I love that so much. I remember you, you know, talking about comedy and how, you know, freeing it is for you and, and how, like you said, you, even if there's a little bit of cynicism in it, you know, cause sometimes you got to laugh to keep from crying. Real talk says you be having us laughing until we are crying. Like I can't handle yes. it. <laughs> like, I'm like, Dang. I don't know why I'm like this y'all. I don't know why. <laughs> Literally. I just think I'm just so silly for no reason. My sister and I, we like, it's been so nice to spend time with my little sister since mm. the quarantine. Yes. Because she's been in college. Um, you know, she's going to FAMU. I'm so proud of her. Oh, mm. shout out to HBCU yes. students out here. And she's like living for every experience. So she's now, you know, of course, we, we're spending time together because we we all, she lent a crib after quarantine. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. what are we doing? And she and I, it's like back to when we was kids. Like, I mean, hanging on, out on the couch, falling asleep on the couch every night together, watching uh, Love Island, watching, you know, Hollywood and getting spooked, you know, literally having the time of our lives. And it's just like, I'm so thankful. You know what I mean? My sister, me and her are getting quality time, you know, yes. where it reminds me of a time where no problems existed for us, you know? So I'm so grateful for that, you know? Ugh. That is so real. I, speaking of, because we talked about this too, when you were telling me about the shows you'd be watching, because I, you, we talked about our reality TV obsession, <laughs> and you told me you'd be sliding in folks' DMs and Temptation Island. Yes. <laughs> I told my girl, I slid to him DM because his girl was cheating on him bad on the show. I said, I said, sir, you do not deserve this. <laughs> Just understand that one day the woman will come for you. God bless you, my brother. I literally went so deep because I was so hurt. You had me so weak when you told me you sent him that message. I am for real. What are you binge watching? Have you slid any any more DMs? Like what's so, really hitting you in your soul, sis? I do want to DM Laura Harrier just because I found out that she's from Chicago. She's from Illinois as well. She's absolutely gorgeous to me. And I I'm literally, when I look at her, you guys, I'm like. I love you for being born like this. <laughs> like, I love her, like, vibe. You know what I mean? I really am excited to see what more that she does. I've watched the Hollywood show, obviously, because I knew, I've seen Laura before, but the Hollywood, you, you know, you really get to see her shine. Right. Mm -hmm. So that, I binge-watched that entire series. Of course, I binge-watched Love Island UK. So then I, like, all of us all immediately become obsessed with everybody's Instagram to see what they're up to, you know, and what, what's been going on with them. Um, what else? You guys. Now, don't tell me anything if you finished it, but Little Fires Everywhere. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> and can I just tell you, first of all, another one that I adore and love, Carrie and Reese. When I see Reese, why is it that Reese can play these characters that are absolutely ridiculous and make them likable? Right. Always, always. And Carrie, Carrie is just stunning as well and amazing to see. I just love these intricate, thrilling uh, shows with these diverse asses and just, it looks like the world today, but it's got some drama turned up. 
So if you have any new ones, let me know because I'm totally down for binge watch every now and then. I want to talk about personal style because I've been meaning to call this out. That Scream Tour shirt that you are wearing right now says, I am so here for it. And it is taking me to a place, okay? Girl, people try to come for my boy Bow Wow. Bow Wow (laughs) is the original. You understand? Truth, truth. I mean, when you think about back in the day, everybody wanted to be little Bow Wow. Come on now. Okay, he put your faves, faves, faves on. (laughs) No, but I I love, I love vintage. Love vintage. Yeah, It's like, it's like I have so many styles, which I feel like sometimes they try to make you feel like you shouldn't have. But I think it's like, for me, I totally welcome it. And I think we all have so many different characters living inside of us. And, and, and what you wear is an expression of that. Yeah. So for me, it's like, sometimes I like that very like, you know, where it's like I'm wearing everything vintage and then I'm wearing some Gucci sneaks. Like I love, but but you can't tell because the name's not plastered on. So it's right. like, it's like this very like upscale vintage vibe. And yeah. then sometimes... I want to be really sporty with it. And I'm like rocking a sweatsuit and some Air Maxes, you know? And then other times I'm like, you know, okay, I want to be sexy. So let me get me a little like, you know, Alexander Wang Jean and, you know, a uh, tube top, you know, whatever. So it's like, I have so many different versions of, uh, you know, myself that I end up playing with. But I just, yes. when I think about fashion and style, to me, it's just about having fun and looking yes. looking like you, feeling like you look in the mirror and like, this is me, this is what I'm rocking today. Boom. And Chelsea talked about this a little bit, whereas we were talking about how this time we've been able to experiment in ways that we've mm-hmm. never been able to before. We were doing different things with our hair, with our clothes, like we're experimenting. Yeah. So I was saying that I was doing things that I normally never would, right? So I picked up some silver lip gloss. I picked Ooh. up some cute crop tops. Again, I told him, I'm like, don't worry about my mustache, which is grown in. It's fine. We'll put the silver over it. It's fine. And we'll keep it cute. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> it, it's still. Chelsea, I hate you. (laughs) Like you said, Kiki, we are keeping it 100. 100. Are there any styles or fashions or things that you're thinking about exploring or experimenting with while we're here? I think it was exactly what you said. I think it was like wigs. Like I've done the wig Mm -hmm. before, but I haven't done like, I feel like there's a version of doing wigs where it's like you're going for the very natural, like you don't know it's a wig. And there's a wig where I'm giving you like, Mm -hmm. you know, and so for me, I went red before with the wig, but I'm, I'm like, this is a different type of, wig art that I've never done before. And I think yes. what excited me about it is the fact that I'd never done it and that it also wasn't going to harm my hair. The way that I treat my hair, I'm so proud of myself now because there was a time where I just let my hair go through any damn thing. Yes. Any, yes. I let my hair experience any trauma. And now I'm just like, <laughs> like I'm like not like letting anything hurt my hair. So when I was thinking of the wig, I'm like, I don't have to put no heat on my hair. Yes. My hair is tucked in some braids yes. and I get to try a whole bunch of different styles. So you know, all right. I think what scared me initially about ever going to the wig world in that way was, um, you know, the edges, y'all. They, they mm-hmm. get us with these edge stories. Yes, they scare yes. the mess out of us. Um, doing those different wigs and stuff is so much fun because it really does bring out, it really like complete that alter ego vibe. It really transforms you. Yes. I think that's one of the things as black women that like, we, we're so good at that, right? Like I, I say, I say this, like I say this to my husband all the time. I'm like, oh, you want somebody new? You hold up. Like, I'm a, don't you worry, boo. I'm I can bring back. you someone new. I can bring you some faux locks. I can bring you the wig down to my behind. We gonna switch it well, up, boo. Yeah. Like, Greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, <laughs> all of it. Okay. It. It's that DMX challenge. Kanisha, Felicia, Kanina, Wawanda, Felicia. Yes. <laughs> Okay, I can be all different kinds. I can give you whatever. And I think that we're we're getting a, an opportunity 
particularly during this time to kind of experiment and do those things. Yeah. You just don't have that pressure of feeling like you need to, you know, Chelsea, you talked about this. You're just letting your hair Mm -hmm. breathe right now. Yes, exactly. I think like that's one of the things that we're realizing, right? That we're given this time, we should use it to take care of ourselves Mm -hmm. and to take care of the things that are important to us. Yeah. I agree. I, I totally agree. And it's also meditative for me. Like I did a mm. overnight conditioner the other day, mm. parted my hair out, did plaits, you know, put the bag over my head. I mean, mm. I did a, a hair mask, you know, that process for me is so soothing love. Yes. Like, oh, it's time to take my hair down and, you know, then I'm going to do the treatment and then I'm going to sit on the steamer. And yes. I just, I love all that stuff. You can be sitting there watching something with your hair getting into it. And I'm, I'm telling you, I did the big chop, I guess, four years ago now, best thing I ever done. And to see how my hair has flourished and showed me love back. Mm. I'm totally thrilled of it all. I feel like back how I did as a kid with my hair before anyone told me that I should not feel great about it. Mm. You know, Mm. I feel so happy about it all. I love this theme that's coming together of just like Black women doing things for ourselves just because and just really coming back home, connecting with who we are on the inside and not caring about what anybody else has to say. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder why, you know, you wonder if it's like, if it really was always like this, but just in our personal own world. And now we just can see everybody and we see that we're not alone. I don't know which it is. I don't know if it's a new arrival or if we just didn't realize everybody had the same narrative in their mind. You know, mm-hmm. you never know yeah. what it is. You know what I mean? But it's you just grateful for it. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All of us are like, yes. <laughs> that is so real. Oh, my God. So one thing we also talked about was some of the things that we're so used to doing over the summer. Right. Like barbecues, mm. block parties. We are, you know, there are just things that music festivals, there are things that we're still used to doing. I said, look, I'm about to, I'm about to buy my husband those little uncle sandals. Cause I'm gonna need somebody to be wearing those on the grill. That's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> my dad rocks those sandals. He cooks good. You know, you need them grilling sandals. Okay. That's how you get that good barbecue. Okay. And those, on those shorts pants. Yes. <laughs> Jorts maybe. <laughs> Speaking of like family and barbecues and just like that summertime energy that we, you know, that we're so used to. I know you've got a big family. How are you guys maintaining that connection? How are you still going to kind of keep that energy of like, you know, maybe we're not out having that big barbecue, but you still going to ask your daddy to put on them sandals and get on that grill. (laughs) (laughs) The family part is all good, right? Because it's like, I have a big family. We always together. My dad always cooks. My dad will grill in the wintertime. And so it's like all that stuff we're good on. The part that's sad is like, 2020 was my travel year. Do you understand? Like at the end of 2019, I realized how special and amazing traveling was with my friends and actually planning and having group, you know, trips together. And so I was like, 2020, y'all, we're about to be traveling off the map. And then like (laughs) all this happened. And so for me, that to me, like, is like, oh man, you know, I think hope and future wants and wishes are what keep you moving forward in life. Like, especially in a time like this, where it seems like, you know, you never have an end date. So I think for me, I've been like, just thinking about what, I can't wait to think about all the places that I'm going to travel, you know, and talking about it with my friends, thinking about stuff like that. I was hoping to be able to do some traveling and actually start treating myself to vacations. I love that you said that because that's something that we talked about was that like, we still have to take those vacations though, right? Like, and they might look different, but I've struggled Mm. a lot with taking time off. But for those of us who are fortunate enough to be home, 
you know, and I can speak for myself in that I've struggled with like, oh, can I take time off? Should I take time off? What am I doing? I'm in the house, so I might as well be working anyway. And summer is usually that time where I'm like, like I go on a family vacation every year around 4th of July. So now I, I was talking to my family about it and we were like, okay, we still need to take that vacation though. Like, what are we going to do? How are we still going to make sure we're giving ourselves that time? And I love what you said too about just seeing what it looks like because I think right now the energy of the world right now is like either you're at home with the doors locked or it's over. You know, <laughs> and I think I think it's really important that we actually just think about how do we live with it. Right. What does work? What does it look like going to work? What does it look like traveling? What does it look like going on a vacation? What's the new way to, of life? I'm ready to learn it. I'm ready yes. to follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm ready to to discuss it. I think. Ooh, we got to really start just looking at, you know, what, how are we going to do it? You know, and who's going to do it? And, you know, what's it going to look like? Because uh, it's just, to me, I fear for a lot of other things. You know, I fear for Corona as well for people, but I also fear for the other half of what can be the outcome if we don't try to figure out how to live through it. I love that you said that because it plays into what I was sharing with the ladies earlier. The theme of my last therapy session was radical acceptance. And I feel like everything you're saying right now is that. It's looking at what the present circumstances are and thinking, how can we make this work for us? Because it ain't going nowhere. So how are we going to just pivot and surrender and just make sure that we're still living our best lives? Yeah, exactly. Living our best. I literally feel that way. Living our best life. Yeah. I mean, and going back to what you said about about comedy is that like, you know, sometimes that is the way that we're able to deal. We're able to kind of make sense of what's going on around us. And even being able to laugh at it makes it a little bit easier to to address it. And that's something that you, you said you're exploring a little bit more of, which I think is amazing. Yeah, I am. I am. I am. And again, I'm one of these people that's like, I'm, I'm that friend that's like, girl, I just opened up a new bookstore. Like, I've got <laughs> always something that I'm doing, like, you know, to the point where I'm tired of myself. You know, like, it's like I'm always doing something. So I, I, I do. I will say that when it came to all this time and how I've like organized a lot of the music stuff that I have coming, I feel like, uh, you know, OK, Kiki, just schedule it. Just mm-hmm. schedule the time. Just literally make a plan. There's so much stuff I want to say. And it's so much stuff I want to say that, um, you know, I want us to be real about, you know, mm-hmm. like just to be yeah. just to, just to be real about and, and understand that it's, it's OK. You know, yes. it's OK that we don't have it all figured out. I remember that was the biggest theme of like my 18 to 21st years. It was like, wow. They, they lie. Our parents were giving us grace when we were kids. Our parents right. were giving us what they didn't have at that moment, which yes. was certainty, uh-huh. which was mm. safety, which was hope. Like, our, like mm. girl, when you sit back, my mom had two kids and a husband at my age. Do you mm. understand? Yes. Two kids, a husband, and a dream? I'm done. But literally, that's the truth, y'all. And so I, th- I think we have to give our, we need to just give ourselves so much love because it is not easy out here. And when you become an adult, you feel like that, like you, you don't even realize that the easy part is over. Mm. Mm. That is real. Out here dropping gems, spitting gems. Okay, final thing because because you have me so curious. And I know you can't tell us everything, but what can you tell us about the music? Because I feel like you've been in, like you have had time, sis. Okay, so the music, 
I have all this music that's coming to y'all ASAP. Visuals on deck. Expect visuals. Expect fun. You know, I think right now with what we're going through with, with all this quarantine stuff, there's some limits to what's going on right now. But like, what when, when things get to really pop off, what, what I'm going to be feeling like? What's that mood in? And kind of living in that space right now you know so that's that's kind of like a reflection of the music and the stuff that i have to come is just you know i want to take you away from where we might still be or be coming out of and get you ready for what's to come love yes okay bars bars dropping bars (laughs) why does this feel like i feel like we on a tv show of our own right now like the show is about four girls that do a podcast okay and like and then you know all of our life is a mess you know I'm saying, like, <laughs> but we're keeping each other together. Making it we, keep, yes. we keep it together. We are keeping that same energy. Okay. Yes. The yes. podcast is is unbothered. In the end, we say, you know what? I'm just unbothered, sis, and then it goes off. Amen. <laughs> the Go Off Sis podcast is a Refinery Twenty Nine original. It is produced by Chelsea Sanders, Rashad Isaac, and myself, Danielle Cadet. It's edited by Hanger Studios. My co-hosts today were Chelsea Sanders and Stephanie Long. Like what you heard and want some more? Head over to Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts to catch up on all episodes. And don't forget to drop a review or leave a comment and let us know what you think. You can also find us where it all started on Instagram at r 29 Unbothered. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, it's okay to go off, sis. <laughs>